KBUT, The Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time. 18 hours, 24 minutes, exactly. Universal Time, 22 hours, 24 minutes, 5 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time. 18 hours, 24 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal Time, 22 hours, 24 minutes, 20 seconds. KBUT. The Butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happened? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Dr. Whoever. Hey, Dr. Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello, it is November 2nd, 2021. What's up, Mr. Jesse? What's going on, Dr. Ever? How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm trying to get my levels right over here. I think we're, uh, I think I'm good. Sometimes I turn the microphone so up so loud that it like gets like in my ears that it gets like feedback and it tells me it's like oh turn it down turn it down you're gonna blow your eardrums out bro <laughs> well um we had a good halloween happy halloween to everybody hope you had a nice safe halloween out there got some trick-or-treating in and you know we we did some um some we had like a very happy little kid-friendly halloween and did some free um you know, give out some free candy at a community event, and then we went out and got some drinks. You know, we got the best of both. And then I think um, some other people came over and did the trick-or-treating at the house for us. Yeah, yeah, that's a full grown-up day. Like, yeah, giving, it's like, helping the community, giving back to some kids, and then you're doing some adult stuff, because you gotta have fun, too. You gotta have fun, too. You can't just, you know, do for everyone else all the time. You gotta do for yourself. It's okay. That's what makes life fun. Um, well, speaking of making life a little bit more fun, it looks like Clark County, where Las Vegas is, we are not high anymore, Jesse. We are substantial. Do you know what I'm even talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Nobody does, because I don't think anybody cares anymore. Do you remember when I used to get up every day and be like, so what's the mask policy today, you know? Yeah. So I guess that um, we are no longer in a high-risk category. We've been moved, We've been downgraded from high 
to substantial by the Centers for Disease Control. And if you're like, and you, you've been doing everything, kind of got your life back to normal, we got boosted. If you've gotten your vaccine, getting your kids vaccinated, they just announced literally, Jesse, what? We got some breaking news? What is the breaking news for me? Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. I'm pretty sure they just unanimously voted to give kids like 5 to 11 the COVID vaccine. Like, oh, I thought you were going to say something along the lines of like masks being taken oh, away. Oh, no. Like well, that. That, this, that's the next step. Like, that's what this actually says. It says, um, bringing the county closer to exiting the state's mask mandate for indoor public spaces. Yeah, which, that's, oh my that's God, huge I can't for the gaming industry. You got to like get these masks off people's faces. It's driving me insane. I don't ever, I just don't want to do anything. It's making me be more of like a homebody. And I'm just like finding out that I don't have to leave my house as much as I used to think I, think I you did. You like being a homebody now? I kind of do. I mean, whatever. Do it. Give me more reason to stay I mean, home. You know, it's you know right. I think you know. I think it is also is like how they stop for a little bit, and then that oh, was like that finally was it's over. It's literally like when you it made me so mad. You know what I would equate it to is like when you're watching a long movie and you got to pee. And then you think it's the ending and it says the credits and all of a sudden like you're getting up to pee and like the movie's still going. Like, hold on, I thought it was over. I could <laughs> go to back. Over I felt some I felt a sense of release while I was oh. on my way to leave. Got but it. uh no, you gotta sit back down and hold it a little bit longer. You gotta hold it. Hold that mask on that face. Stop spreading them germs. It'll be over soon, people. It will be over soon. <laughs> Alright, something else that will hopefully be over soon. Let's go and get into that. Let's get into some new, new news that you need to know right here on the Dr. Pepper Project. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, come on in. Tell me, what's the news? All right, so this Virginia race is about to go into, you know, live coverage. I think they announced it like 10 minutes ago. Live coverage, wall to wall, CNN, Virginia, New Jersey, election results. I got my coffee, I'm ready. Jake Tapper, Jake Tapper already almost called it a state instead of a commonwealth, had to catch himself. Pretty funny. I enjoyed that. You know I love me some Jake Tapper. He's like one of my favorites. Yeah, he's, he's a favorite one also. I mean, so this is really like, I'm going to keep looking over my shoulder all day because like I know I have the TV on behind my head and you can see it. Um, and Loudoun County's on the screen right now. I'm, I used to live in D.C. I'm very familiar with Fairfax County, Loudoun County, all these places. Um, I'm very familiar with this area, the Northern Virginia. They call it Nova, N-O-V-E, N-O-V-A for Northern Virginia. They kind of like to consider themselves a different part of Virginia. Um, I never even heard of it until I went to East Carolina. The Doctor Whoever Project is on air. Real discussions that matter with just a pinch of nonsense. Get bent back into shape with the Doctor Whoever Project. <laughs> I know it's so up in the air right now, but I mean, my prediction, I'm going to say Democrats going to win. What are you going to say? I mean, I would have easily said that um, a couple weeks ago, but there's been some new polls that have done by 538, which is one of like the premier, oh, we love them, yes. premier polling um, um, companies. Um, they actually have Yunkin on their last poll, 
uh, 47.9 to 47 uh, for the win. I'm hoping, yeah, I mean, that's not right, and we get some Democratic turnout. But just so people know, you know, when we're talking about these polls, uh, in the last election, you guys are all familiar with because you were bombarded with Donald Trump and Joe Biden stuff on left, from left and right. Um, Joe Biden actually won the state of Virginia, since this is a state race, by 10 percentage points, which is a substantial amount. Mm -hmm. um, and usually, so people just give a little better understanding, like when it's not a presidential election, you know, turnout is either lower, people just aren't interested, or just they're... They're, they're mad at the way things are going already. And so mm -hmm. this, this, and, and this governor's race is, yeah, this governor's race is really, yeah, it's, it's very short time. We've, we've barely been into the Biden administration. Right. But people do feel a certain way. They thought COVID was over. Uh, they thought legislation would get passed more uh, expeditedly through the House and the Senate with, you know, Democratic control. But there's been a lot of speed bumps. And this is a, a quick little, you know, showcase of how the country is feeling uh, by a Virginia race here for for Youngkin and um, McAuliffe. I like it. That was a good little... Because, I mean, really, we don't really know what's going to happen. This is going to be so up in the air. It's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see how it shakes out. Maybe we'll be on. Maybe we won't. But we'll come back and talk about yeah, this it is, this no is matter those, what. This is one of those things, um, like the midterms, which is... You know, every two years you vote for your congressional representatives, which is next year. This is a good indicator of how the country's feeling and, you know, what kind of like even what messaging is working with like education is something that, you know, the Republicans have been pushing hard with, with like mass mandates and having to get your kid vaccinated. So we're going to see, you know, it's a little barometer of how the country's feeling. So we'll, we'll see how things go tonight. We'll have a quick analysis for our next show if we oh, yes. get some election results in today. We will. We will. Well, while we're waiting on that, let's get to someone else. Someone else is back. MTG is in the house. She'd be back again. I don't know why some girls go out of their way to hate me. It's like, calm your eyes down and come smoke a bowl with me, you weird-ass bitch. Shit, I'm cool as fuck. The fuck? Involving a former Department of Justice official. On March 16th, my father got a text message demanding a meeting. Sure, he did. Sure, he did. I love when these ones come back. You know, it's like Bill Cosby, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marilyn Manson. Um, 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 what's the other one? What's the other one? Matt Gates. Like, ugh, I love when their little stories pop back up. But um, this is my favorite one right now. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's not even on any committees, right? She's just there can you get, dicking can you around. Give a little background who Marjorie. Okay, so Marjorie is. Taylor Greene. She's some idiot. Um, Karen from Georgia and, and what she, is your title? Um, she's a congresswoman. I'm not sure what district, but she's not doing anything because she's been taken off of all committees. She's, she's basically like a lame duck congresswoman, right? I mean, she's not lame duck because she still does get to cast a vote. She's just not presiding over. You know, usually when you she become gets a, a vote, yeah, usually when you become that. a congress member, you at least get assigned one committee. Mm -hmm. um, she doesn't have any of those, but she still gets a vote. On legislation that goes through the House. But uh, yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene is definitely one of those 
uh, people that have used, you know, Donald Trump rhetoric, anti-masking, conspiracy theory for uh, the shootings that have happened in schools. Well, speaking of um, mask, Jesse, yeah, she is gotten new fines of fifteen thousand dollars each. Hey, that's a lot. <laughs> so, um, new fines put on Georgia lawmaker on the hook for fifteen thousand dollars in penalties. So, you know, she wants to get out there and be controversial and all, which is great, but. Um, I'm all about that. Now, I, I think disruption marketing, you know, stunt marketing, being kind of a little bit in people's faces is, is a good thing. It's it's a good thing, but it's only a good thing when it's not harming other people's health. In your face, sucker! So, you know, you got to know where to draw the line, Well, I mean, people. this, this is right? right up her alley for her base and her supporters. Oh, yeah. This is, I am a woman. I am going to do what I want to do. You know, anti-government this, if I believe in this, and you know what I mean? I'm not gonna wear a mask. You guys shouldn't either. This is going in. She's I don't not like worried about. She's not worried about the fifteen thousand dollars because this little stunt's gonna, you know, bring in on a substantial amount of money to her campaign re-election. Like we um, were at that picnic recently, and um, we were outside, but then somebody came on the thing, and I was just kind of helping volunteering. Nobody had masks on, but then it seemed like suddenly, boom! At one point, it was like, oh, now we all gotta put masks on. Like first of all, we're outside. Number one. Number two, nobody had masks on in the beginning. But that's fine. I just, what did I do? I went in the car and had a little car nap because I, it dries out my contact. It hurts my eyes. You know, I did my part in the beginning to help set up and then I came in and helped tear down at the end. And I'm just not going to sit there for four hours in the hot sun and put a mask on my face if I don't have to. I'm just not going to. Um, but that's my choice. But I went away and didn't bother other people. You know, that's the difference here. You know, knowing when it's you, it's you. Like I think the seatbelt rule if you don't want to wear a seatbelt and you're an adult, you shouldn't have to wear a seatbelt. It doesn't affect anyone else but you. This mask thing is completely different. You're spreading germs over the place. What was that good TV show we just started watching last night? Oh my god, we've been watching so many new shows, oh, I can't even keep track. This one's on the net. I almost okay. feel like I like shows, and then after the series, I was like, I don't even know the title of the show I've been watching. I get confused sometimes, because like, I'll be watching... It's almost like a grinder hookup. You, you hook up and you're like, oh, what was your name again? Who or, is this? What, what am I watching? Hey, so nice I, to meet you. I get like shows confused. Like one, one will be about like aliens and the other one's about like the end of the world and another one's about like some whole thing. There's been a lot of end of the world. Yes. Are, are you talking about, oh, Pan you're talking about the National Geographic National Geographic show? one, It's yes. like Outbreak or something or Pandemic or... Hot Zone. Hot Zone. Heat yeah. Zone. Hot Zone. And, and it has a lot it's of good. stars in it too. Oh, yeah. It's got the the lady that's, um, that becomes Reese Witherspoon's love and interest I, on the morning show. Yeah, and I think she's on the Good wife, right? That's the main character. Yes, Ju I've never Marjorie, seen the good wife. But yes, uh, Margolo or something like that. Julia Margolo. Oh, I, 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 I don't know names. I don't know celebrity names. I'm bad. But check it out. It's on Hulu, and it's made by National Geographic. And there's very interesting things. I think it was in 2017 when it was made, so it was very pre-pandemic. But they go into some science and things behind it. It's got that idiot guy from the 70s show. I love him, Topher. Yeah, that guy, you know. So. Yeah. All right, well, speaking of but witches. But it's, it's about the Ebola outbreak. Oh, yes. And it's based on Ebola. true events, which is pretty cool. It's really good. And they, they talk. They even have little things at the end of episodes of thinking, thinking the real people in real life. I, I really liked it. I thought it was real good. Check it out. Well, I know we were talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. And um, that was supposed to be my transition into uh, into talking about witches, <laughs> but we're still gonna go ahead and do it anyway. So if you want to know the uh, the plot to Hocus Pocus two, um, I got that for you here in a second. We'll be right back.
We know I love some Hocus Pocus. Yeah, same, same. Well, we got a little clip. Marvelous introduction. <laughs> I put a spell on you. And now you're mine. <laughs> you can't stop the things I do. I love. No! No! Don't In 300 years, right down to the day, now the witch is back, and there's hell to pay. So not quite down to the day, but the sequel to Hocus Pocus is coming out, and it's got a really cool name, Jesse. It's just Hocus Pocus 2. I um, like just keep it simple. Keep it simple, right? Keep it, what does it say? Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. We got the three original stars, Kathy uh, leading the Jimmy, one of my favorite from Sister Act, and then um, the horse face herself, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Bette Midler, who's been around forever. I don't, I just don't get the Sarah Jessica Parker like hype. I didn't even know she was in this movie until I was like an adult, and I was like, oh yeah, this must be like one of her first things she was ever in. I mean, she obviously it's made good. the movie a hit, so. Oh, that's good. You know, this wasn't even a hit when it came out. It came out like the year after my sister was born, 1993. And then it kind of became more of like a cult, cult classic, yeah, yeah. And like every year, you know, it's like it's like Santa Claus too. Oh, I'm not. I I got some Christmas stuff to bring up later. Oh, I'm God, so not in the Christmas, Christmas mood, not at all. <laughs> but I am loving some Halloween. I, I could watch Halloween movies all year. I'm very excited to see what happens with this one. Um, it looks like the it's going to be 29 years since someone lit the black black flame candle. And I assume there's going to be some additional characters brought in. I'm sure they're going to have a little bit more of a diverse cast. Um, it says, also starring Whitney Peak, Lilia Buckingham, and Belisa Escalabo as a trio of young Belisa women in Escobedo. present day. Escobedo. Like I said, I knew this was going to be, I knew they were going to bring in some non-white people. I mean, I, did, I can look at the names and tell you they're going to have some... Uh, there's definitely going to be some color in this one. Yeah, that last name is as American as refried beans. <laughs> I like it. All right, well, check oh, that, that out. It's going to be pretty good. <laughs> I put a spell on you. And now you're mine. <laughs> you can't stop the things I do. Another scary news. I love. <laughs> This Florida mom says she's banned from volunteering at her school for her kids, her kids' school because she's on OnlyFans, Jesse. Oh, I mean, if, if I was ridiculous. Mom, I'm like, all right, cool. I don't know if I can get away from like chaperoning the, the next dance. But come goodness. on, she lives in Florida. I bet like you know, twenty percent of the state's income comes from OnlyFans. That's just gonna be ridiculous. I stupid. I, I think that um, if that's what she, that's how she's making a living, that's how she's making a living. I mean, every. A woman has a right to do whatever she wants with her body if it's not harming anybody. And yeah, I mean, she shouldn't be criticized or banned from her school not. because what she's doing to make money. You I know mean, what? She's I gonna mean, sue him for whole, one million dollars. Yeah, this whole thing is stupid. Well, she can sue him for a million dollars, then she can literally quit OnlyFans. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the, the whole thing's stupid. I mean, people are so in people's businesses, Ugh. what they're doing and like how they're doing it. You know, if she's trying to volunteer, you know, that's something that I can say about 95% of those parents, I guarantee you, are not volunteering. I got so. into a little argument with a girl recently uh, at a bar, and she turned out to be someone that was, like, kind of in with our group. But I was, like, just doing a little Snapchat at, or a TikTok. I don't even know what I was doing. I think I was just doing a little Facebook story thing. I actually wasn't even filming. She kind of comes up to me. I was out of the way. And first of all, this is Vegas. People are taking pictures all the time. She's like, oh, can you not take pictures of us, please? And you know me, Jesse. I'm like, okay, come on, let's go. 
Man. Let's go, girl. And so, what, what, you know me, how many times have I had to do this working in marketing? Excuse me, ma'am, but you're in a public space and I can take a photo of you anytime I would like to. If you'd like to go home in your house, you're perfectly safe there. And also, Nevada is a one-person um, consent state. Only one party needs to know. Just like if we're recording someone on the phone, only one of the two people need to know you're recording. Same as taking a picture or doing video. If you're out in public, you can have your photo taken. So don't look stupid like that girl did, okay? <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I, I, everybody's taking pictures. You know, you're taking a selfie. You're enjoying yourself. You're you're having drinks with friends. I mean, if you don't want to be a picture, move yourself out the way. Move it away, girl. And she did. And then we kind of like made up. I did this. I did a whole little bit with her. I kind of like act like I was all angry and stuff, but I really wasn't angry. It was more of just you know me proving my point, like I like to do. Somebody else is kind of saying in your face sucker right now is Arnold. Um, so Arnold Schwarzenegger is kind of coming out making himself a poster boy for climate change. He's basically coming out and being like, all these people are liars, you're stupid, you know, he sounds like me. He's like, there, there's obvious proof of what's going on, we need to wake up. Um, I, I know a lot of people get really hyped up about climate change and everything, and it's a big deal. Um, isn't that what they're doing? Isn't Biden in Scotland right now, I think, in Glasgow? Yeah, they, they passed they pass a lot of, like... So, just to give you guys a, you know, just a little rundown. Uh, world leaders meet. They designate a location somewhere in the world to meet. Uh, uh, there's a few locations. Where you said it was Glasgow? Or... I think it's Glasgow, Scotland. Okay, right now. they met in Scotland. Um, G20 Summit, which is the 20 top leaders of the, the largest economies, were supposed to come together to all pass some transformative greenhouse environmental justice issues. And they were able to pass, you know, some uh, stopping deforestation by 2030, but they were all supposed to come together to also lower emission standards. Um, but some leaders did not come together, which is like China, China, Russia, uh, Russia, which is which everybody Brazil. needs. Brazil, I think Brazil is in about the the, the, the yeah, tree deforestation. I think I think I don't know I think about the, the other one. I think that Russia and Brazil have said something yeah. about the tree, but it's like they're just saying. But then they could two years later pull out. It's kind of what Arnold's saying, and some of these other people are saying. It's like just kind of like we did. Donald Donald Trump. Um, excuse me. Oh goodness. Yeah, but, but, but Donald Trump. To give you a point right? on what like Arnold Schwarzenegger is talking about, like how it's, you're not going to lose jobs and they are stupid. Is what he's referencing is that greenhouse jobs would transform the country um, by creating solar panels, wind farms, creating a whole infrastructure for EV charging, um, building new infrastructures for for houses to, to generate energy and make them energy efficient. There's so much money to be made and so many jobs to be created with going green. So that's what he's calling out is the bullshit. Uh, people are going to lose jobs and it's going to hurt the economy. When in reality, it's actually going to make the economy grow in such a astronomical way it's almost considered transformative and and even theodore uh roosevelt like or it will be i mean these things are gonna yeah. happen we are going to get there no it's, it's gonna how it's, we're gonna get it's there. gonna happen it's just who and which, how quick which country takes the lead and is able to really reap the benefits of a green economy yeah, i mean and there's only a few that really can i mean the, the problem with china and russia they're behind us in technology and there's they are they do have a lot of factories that create a lot of pollution and things like that I actually have a clip from this, from the, from the, um, I can give you just one himself. more, one yeah, more example. Ahead, and so like what the, you know, the governor was able to even like mention was, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but California as a state itself is, if it was its own country, it was like, would be like the fifth most 
economically powerful country in the world. And he, what he was saying is that it, California is able to generate $3.3 trillion economically yeah. and still have the most strict, what they would consider the most strict environmental laws in the world. I guess his comments were posted ahead of this global climate summit that they're having right now in Scotland. Um, here's a little quote from him. Let's see what we got from the Schwarzenegger. Talk about the polar bears and about the icebergs and about the rising sea level. Yeah, we can mention that right along the way. I said, because it's true. There is climate change, is it because it, but it's caused by because of pollution. Let's terminate pollution. The former governor, he was a Republican, right? Former yeah, governor yeah. of uh, California. Not too long ago, it was during my lifetime. I mean, he was well, the governor the that was able to recall uh, very aggressive. Uh, yeah. when the governor sitting yeah. in that time period. Yeah, I can't, I mean, I remember him being governor, but I don't remember like a lot of crazy things happening, you know what I mean? Like, it, crazy things didn't used to happen like they're happening now, I don't think, as much. Or maybe we just didn't remember them because we were kids, I don't know. Like, the biggest thing I remember happening when I was a kid was Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. The GDP mm -hmm. of 3.3 trillion dollars. That's what we were just talking about. So it shows you that you can protect the environment and you can protect the economy at the same time. So all of those countries that come and give speeches that we're not going to go and lose jobs because of the going green and all this, they're liars. They, oh, they're just stupid and they don't know exactly what you how said. to do it. Because we figured it out how to do it. They can figure it out how to do it. And it's all about having the boss to do it. You were well, they, famous, yeah. obviously, for, for, for bodybuilding and, and movies. What made you care so says. much about the environment? I'm curious about this. What was the kind of moment? When I was running for governor, one of the things that was brought to my attention was that we could have a tremendous impact on the environment. That when I got into office and I learned a little bit about how politics works, as a Republican, I could say to the industry, relax, we're going to do this the right way. We're not going to shove this down your throat. We're going to go and find the sweet spot. The environmentalists mean well. They're passionate. I know so many of them. I work with them. But they have a problem when it comes to communicating. Interesting. Because they just keep using this word climate change and every speech that I kind of think I've said that to you sometimes. You like you guys talk about things um, in your little circles and then you, you develop talking points kind of based on that. And then I've said to you like normal people don't understand what you're talking about. You really need to break down things and nowadays and explain it in multiple different ways and different avenues and different languages and audio, visual, everything. Because people just learn and absorb things in so many different ways nowadays. That's interesting. I mean, I like how he, that, I like where he took that. that. That does make sense too. If like climate change, if it's like we say it's global warming, and if it's snowing outside, it's like, see, what do you mean it's global yeah, warming? It's cool I mean, because, today because you're 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 working with different educational sets, uh -huh. and that's why I mean to, to not give him complete credit, but I mean messaging for Donald Trump was so simple: make America great with make America great again. Mm -hmm. It was such an easy thing for people to repeat, like. Yeah, make America great again. But once you dive in deeper, there's not much, you know, information behind it. But people just need a message they can get behind, and it's a really simplified message, really. No, I totally agree. It makes it easier for people to understand and um, all that stuff. But the problem, the problem is though, is that you know Democrats are usually handling 
very complex issues. So it is it's difficult because it's also because they'll take they'll take the issue. Yeah, they they don't just ignore it. Yeah, it's the issue, but it's also trying to simplify something that's very complicated when you're talking about okay, we need to lower this much carbon dioxide going into the air to order to to not get the the whole globe to go up two point two degrees Fahrenheit. It sounds so I mean, minimal it's just and so, trivial. It's just, it's just so complex. So mm-hmm. maybe they're 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 not effective with messaging, but it's because the issues that they're dealing with are so complex. I get it. But yeah, we do need some uh, messaging out there. Well, it's definitely not easy, but we'll, you know, we'll try to figure it out. And the more we learn, the more we'll, you know, try to share with you. And that's all we can do, right? Just all try to learn a little bit. Yes, sir. Let's get into some a little bit more fun. I know you're going to like this next one. I hope you do. You drink milk from a tits. I'm a fat fucking pig. I'm a common fungus. I'm a disgruntled skunk. Shoot you out my butt. your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. Yes. Well, I got a cool Halloween costume. Uh, did you see? Do you happen to know who? Um, do you know who this is? If I play this song, do you know what song this is? Cardi B. And they didn't take long. Oh, this is that terrible song where she says up a hundred times. Oh, that was the worst song in the world. Well, the, the, the hook isn't very good, but the, the lyrics are good. I just clicked the first one I saw. What, did you see her Halloween costume? Yeah, I did, Morticia Adams. It was pretty freaking good. Cardi yeah. B's Morticia Adams costume, yeah. Um, they're saying it was like one of the best ones. The photography was great. You can't even tell who she is. She should be in the free, that, she should be the movie. That new Adams Family movie was fucking terrible. That was like one of the worst things I've ever seen. Mm. That kind of animation just should not be allowed. That's just, they should outlaw that. All right, well, we're gonna get into our list, all right? Yeah, let's do it. Wow, just another FN list? Yes, just FN list. Not today. Those are my favorite ones. Alright, let's get into Dr. Whoever's Just Another Effin' List. Wow, just another effing list. Alright, so today we're going to talk about mental health because it's about to be that holiday season and I know I'm about to fucking lose my mind like I always end up doing, but I'm going to try to keep it together. I don't know why I get so stressed out. I like lose, I'm the only person that loses weight in the holidays because I'm just so like, 
on edge the entire time. I mean, you're 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 completely opposite of me. Like during the holidays, I'm like family, good times. You're like, oh, family, no. It's just and arguing. Oh, all I remember, the holidays for me, I just remember so much arguing all the time. Just arguing about the tree being straight and going here, making it, trying to make something perfect that can never be perfect ends up making it just miserable. I'm saying, you know, just, just so you know, people, if you're trying to put some $400 outfit on your kid to take them to get these pictures and fix their hair, or make them all uncomfortable, use that and go buy them a MacBook or a tablet and make it, maybe they can learn something useful instead of getting some stupid photos with Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. Just saying. And stop all that free church babysitting too. Churches are not babysitting services, they are brainwashing services. In your face, suck em. Take them to the Apple store, maybe learn some coding. Process through it, process through it. Let it go, let it go. See, you can, can you guys, can everybody hear the tone change when we start talking about this? I'll tone change it's like, it. It's literally like over one second, just a snap of a finger. I'm almost out of weed <laughs> well, over but here what, what are the eight tips? What are the eight tips? All right, what we got? Here we go. How, Let's how get back can into we, it. How can we survive the holiday season? Well, number one is my favorite one, I think. Look for times when you do not have to be perfect. That is something I've learned over this year of the 2020 you know, um, 2021, 2020, whatever, whenever, if it's over pandemic, it's like, you know, just put on some sweatpants, do your job, live your life. Um, I'll get up and go to the gym now with just throwing some clothes on and putting a hat. I don't care what people see me or think about me as much anymore. I'm gonna go out and do me, be me. I kind of like this song. What's this song say in the beginning? It's like, go out and do you, be you or whatever. What's well, kind of like what they're saying, you know, look for times you don't have to be perfect. You're not in anybody's eye. You can go out and like do your own thing and just, you know, be you. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people put these like set ideals of how things need to happen or who, what they need to be or how they look, you know. Keeping up with the Joneses and Presented in the stuff. public. Yeah. There's some times where, you know, it just like, just be you. Just relax. It's, it's cool to just to just relax and not have to worry about like what you look like or how how you did this certain job or task. Just chill. Or your it's gonna, outfit. It's going to be whatever. all right. You know, tomorrow the sun will come up sun again. Sun will come up again. Regardless of how your day went or what you did. And you're the only one that cares about what shoes you're wearing or what jewelry you're wearing too, people. Nobody cares. It's kind of like when, you know, someone gets a haircut and you think it's, oh, this is transformative. Everybody can notice it. Yeah. Like, nobody notices you got, you got a, a new head. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those <laughs> things. Yeah, I mean. All right, number two. Find healthier ways to motivate yourself. Like going for a hike, uh, having a celebratory dinner make give yourself a little treat um go on a date with your significant other on a weekend find time for yourself that is good i like that one i, think, I can kind of agree with that i think with um the pandemic that's happened people have like who've been stuck in homes they've had to find ways to find some happiness or even like motivate themselves to get off the couch just or, little stuff you know just little things and whether that was going for a hike or you know i mean just spending some time in a different room by yourself to just get some processing thoughts I think through your head. Appreciate I mean, people were able to see that you do need to focus on, you know, your well-being. So and like doing a little idea. craft or a puzzle or a word search, like those things are nice and it gives your brain a little break. Listen to a podcast, you know? Come on now. I mean, listen to yes. whatever podcast. I'll get you. I'll get your mind right. Here's the number three. Get specific about what's behind your anxiety. So, you know, if you know things that bother you, like I don't like it when somebody's behind me in the ATM line. So I just go around and then come back and get back in line so I don't have to deal with that. Or I park and get out 
I, I just don't like you, you have that whole like I'm inconveniencing oh, someone like syndrome when everybody's gonna spend just as amount of time and they know you need to do something because they do it on a regular basis to go to the ATM machine but you it gives you anxiety knowing that someone is waiting for you I don't like that nope I do not <laughs> number four observe other people instead of yourself which what is my one of my favorite what is one of my favorite people things to do? oh god I love some people watching like go out and just watch people see what they do and like Kind of critique them in your head, make up stories about what they're doing, and just it's fun. And it kind of takes you out of your space and also lets you see that other people are having issues and having troubles just like you are. Just kind of come out of your head a little bit. Like that goes into number five. This is something that me and you have learned, I think, and um, or I have learned, and me and you are trying to work on it together. Um, structure your day in ways that reduce your anxiety. So if yeah. you know something bothers you, cut it out or. Um, like I don't, if I have the option, I don't do anything before, I don't schedule anything before like 10 or 11 during the day. So if you're going to, like somebody came today asking for like doing an estimate for the pool and I was like, she said 8am, I was like, okay, sure. 8am. I don't need a pool that bad. I don't need a pool that bad, girl. And she's like, what about 4pm? I was like, there we go. Now we're we're talking, now we're talking, girl. Yeah, I I totally agree with this one. I mean, if you know things that trigger you or, or put you in a certain mindset, you know, just cut them out or change change it to a time to where you can actually deal with it and you actually have the, the brain whip to, to process through that thing that gives you anxiety or stresses you out. And number six is great too. Focus on the present. And that's kind of, I think, what I was talking about a little bit in the beginning ties in. Focus on what you're doing and who you're with, not who's going to see it and what you look like and the pictures that you maybe could get at some time. Just enjoy doing what you're doing. Uh, don't worry about, well, what's the next thing or is everybody having fun? Just do it. And see what happens. Your job is not always to like make everybody's life perfect. Other people can do that, you know, themselves. And if they can't, then that's their fault. You know, you gotta do you sometimes and not worry about everybody else's feelings. It's just unfortunately, it's reality nowadays. Yeah. Can I can I do number seven? Yes. Number seven is my favorite. Improve your sleep. I, I think the older you get, you realize how imperative and how oh, important yes. it is to have some good damn sleep. Yes. I don't function I unless I'm getting some good sleep, honestly. Oh. I, I don't feel like myself unless I get a good few hours Going to the sleep. gym lately more regularly like we have been doing, I'm, I'm getting better sleep. What are you thinking? Yeah, same. I, I've been going to sleep at more normal times, I would say, if, if 11, 30, 12, 30 is a little more normal. Um, but yeah, I've been sleeping a lot better. I'm waking up more rested. I feel energized. So it kind of goes in line with what, what you were saying before with... Um, what was that step of uh, dealing, finding ways to organize your motivate day, motivate yourself? And oh, like, motivate. Yeah, and healthier ways to motivate yourself. And I think going to the gym for oh, yeah. for us, it's something that with the pandemic we've kind of stepped. I stepped away with. I was kind of just doing some like in home stuff, like you know, on treadmill. It's just not as good. I'm but sorry. I was, but I lost like that community thing mm-hmm. that really drove me into so like, people watching. watching other people work out and like going. See who's to, on like, Grinder. Going to the going to the, Waldo. Going to the jacuzzi. Going to the steam okay. room. I mean, that, I do love this. Like this this spa. I mean, and for our gym membership at LVAC, oh, it's a great deal. It's a plug for LVAC. It's only twenty-five dollars yes. a month for other gyms, and it's like and it's kind of fun in there. They have like a little rock healthy. vibe. It's kind of like it's kind of rocky, Vegasy vibe. It's fun. Yeah, to be honest, if that gym was in LA, it would probably be seventy-five dollars oh, a month. Yeah, I'm sure it would be. So yeah, shout out to LVAC. Shout out LVAC. You make it so. That was easy. And you know what else is easy? Number eight: seek professional help if you need it. So. If it's a doctor, if it's a therapist, if it's your church, if it's your rabbi, if it's your dispensary, whatever, if it's your friend, your counselor, 
Um, and Doctor you know, Whoever chat. does not count. I do not count, no. We Doctor Whoever. Guide, we can only guide you in the right direction. If you're going to listen to some guy named Doctor Whoever, then that's your fault, people. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, but it's going to be something interesting, so stay tuned. K-B-U-T, The Butt, New Las Vegas Radio, this is the Doctor Whoever Project, stand by. magical places of all time is in the news and it's not good <laughs> so apparently 30,000 park goers in uh, the Disneyland in Japan I believe had to go into lockdown because uh, there was one positive case and they locked down 34,000 fun seekers in Shanghai Disneyland on Sunday night oh, no. due to a single case of COVID-19 um, it prompted police blockades uh, the exits, and they tested every single person Jesus. that left the park before leaving. But that's what I'm saying. You can do that in other countries. If you did that here, people would be up in arms. You're, you're kidnapping me! Kidnapping me! And I was like, eh, whatever. Man, that's why they have things sometimes better handled in other countries than we do here, but that's okay, whatever. Another funny Disney story. Um... So I guess these t-shirts people had made up that says, you know like, you know like the Disney D, it's like a D, but it's like that weird yeah. cursive D. I've always thought it was a G. Like when I was a kid, I was like, why do they spell Disney with a G? It like just didn't make sense to me. I was like, why does it look so weird? <laughs> but um, the t-shirt says, gave her the D. And then the, the girl wears a shirt that says, I wanted the D. <laughs> so I kind of love that. But I guess people, other people don't like that I gave her the D. And I wanted the D t-shirt, so whatever. Lame, be cooler people, it's just a joke. Kids wouldn't even get that anyway. That'd be perfect for like the gay pride, um, the gay pride Halloween. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny actually. <laughs> Alright, we got some world, global world politics to get into. It's actually some interesting things going on right now. Um, one of the smallest countries in the world that everybody knows based on the Olympics and their sexy athletes. Mm, they got some issues, Jesse, we'll get to that. Right now, this is the Dr. Ever Project. Alright, so Tonga ordered to lock down the South Pacific Island, um, one of the last virus-free nations in the world. They're going to close schools, bars, restaurants on the mainland. So I guess this is actually part of New Zealand. Did you know this? I didn't know this I, I until did today. 
anyway, I'm not very familiar with Tonga, and I have to say, as an American, I don't know about every place in the world. You know, we're not known for that here in this country. Um, but I do know it because of the Olympics. I think wasn't there like a was there a gay guy or was he just really sexy? I don't know. There's some kind of there's some there's, there's definitely some kind of um, gay Tonga? gay gay relation to Tonga, yeah! right? I think it was like a swimmer or something. He was all like lubed up at the Olympics. He was from Tonga. I know, I'm, pr I'm pretty almost positive. But anyway, they got their first case of COVID, but they're just gonna boom, shut everything down so they don't have to worry about it. Like, we didn't do that. And um, like that TV show we're watching on National Geographic that we were talking about, The Hot Zone or whatever. Isn't that kind of crazy though? Like, just like everything we've been through in this. And they just now got it? It's their first case. Their it's first kinda, case. That, that just shows how isolated they are compared to everyone Yeah, and, and like on that show, I think it, it's very interesting how they go into these places in Africa and they try to isolate the viruses and. Uh, all the little steps they go through, it's very fascinating, especially coming out of COVID. Um, and then in other, in other world topics, I guess, it's gonna about to be daylight savings time, Jesse. I guess I have a clip of this. Here, let's play the clip from Tonga. To get how a passenger on a B3 repatriation flight from Christchurch to Tonga caught COVID 19. From Christchurch? The person had been working overseas as a missionary. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back to that now. And health officials are still trying to piece together how a passenger on a B3 repatriation flight from Christchurch to Tonga caught COVID 19. A church person! The young person had been working overseas as a missionary and arrived in New Zealand six weeks what ago. What a wonderful to mission! Catch the flight to Tonga. Spreading COVID. Correspondent Barbara Drever with the latest. This is why they need to make sure people are vaccinated before they get on these planes. Quarantine facility. It's clear anxiety levels are high. <laughs> Our camera prevented from getting too close to where passengers from Wednesday's repatriation flight are in isolation. Also here, the kingdom's first positive case, who is still showing no symptoms. Looks pretty. Down the road, fear has prompted thousands of people to flood the capital's main vaccination centre. I am very, very, very worried, um, especially for my children. Uh, for their safety. 2,000 locals were vaccinated yesterday alone. After the, uh, the announcements of uh, one case, people were coming to the vaccination sites. So uh, it was very exciting to so see. They're, they're, they're definitely not going to be dicking around with this, it doesn't seem like. You know, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. yeah. That was good. That's what we people should do. I mean, they have the option now. We have the vaccines. They're getting it, they're getting it going, all right? Well, let's get back into daylight savings time, Mike least favorite time of year. So we're about to fall back, right? Isn't that what we're doing? We are. We're actually oh, going to gain an gain hour of sleep. Who cares? All right. So under current federal law, daylight saving time begins on the second Sunday in March and ends on the first Sunday in November, which is coming up really soon. Um, so what, it's going to start getting dark at like 4 o'clock again? <laughs> Basically. Oh, God. Much. Well, you know, some states don't participate in this. They're just like, no. No. We're not doing it. Arizona's one of them, right? Yeah, so currently two states two states observe standard time throughout the year um, are Hawaii and Arizona. Both opted out to do shortly after Congress yeah, passed the bill. You know, it's been on the in ballot in in California, too. Oh, I know. Like, it should be here because Arizona's next door. Like... It, it is. What if you were working with someone in Arizona? It would just be totally complicated all the time. No, it is. I was actually working on you know, a race in Arizona 
And it was the thing. The time was completely different, and it's something you had to take into account when you were sending out emails or making a call, mm. the, the time difference. Well, boo, boo, boo on that. All right, so at 2 a.m. on Sunday, November 7th, 2021 daylight savings and so turn back those clocks people turn them back turn back those clocks unfortunately but it's all right life goes on right it does one two three o'clock four o'clock rock five six seven o'clock eight o'clock rock nine ten eleven o'clock twelve o'clock rock we're gonna rock around the clock tonight all right i gotta get story for you jesse okay you ready he'll never say his real name on air but listen for that accent He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. Yes! So where'd you go to school again? UCSD. UCSD? Mm-hmm. That's a University of uh, California, San Diego? Yep. Well, five California colleges are recognized for boosting Latino, Latinx, Latina, whatever you want to say, College completion, Jesse. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. That's amazing. So we got the five colleges right here. There's uh, ten. The, the five California colleges are among ten on this top ten list, but I'll give you the five California. We got the Institute for uh, California State University, Fresno. Fresno. Mm-hmm. Fresno. <laughs> I was like trying to, for some reason, I wanted to mix up Institute and Fresno. I don't know why. California State University, Fresno. California State University, Fullerton, San Diego State University, where I used to love to go on campus. Mm, very attractive, very attractive fraternity boys there. And then uh, University of California. Merced. Ah, it's like, what? Merced? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then there's another one. And University of California, Riverside. First I was like, did they like mean like so where do you see UC San Diego? They're not in here. Oh, okay. But but San Diego State's in here. You know, it's still your school would probably be the one that has the most Asian people. I would say. I mean, we definitely have a high Asian population. A lot. Um, but UCSD is actually on track to be an HIP, which is Hispanic Serving Institution. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're on track to reach out in the next year or two. That's good. That's good. Moving along. Moving along. All right. One more little world politics story we got for the day. Let's see what we got for that. Did you know that Taiwan is the last free place in the Chinese-speaking world? You mentioned that, but I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, because Taiwan is kind of like in the news right now because they make a lot of the computer chips and semiconductors and all these little things that we need to make our devices go and um, so we can poke people and Snapchat and do all those mm-hmm. fun little things we want to do on social media. Um, so it's kind of a big deal that they are a democracy, they work with us, and um, I think there's some issues with their the way they, they bring in, isn't there like a port there or something that we need to bring in products? It's like very important for us. I think there's like quite a few issues with Taiwan and um, that China wants to kind of take over and make Taiwan a uh, communist country as well, right, Jesse? Is that what it is, kind of thing? I believe so. We'll get into this more. I know you actually have a coworker that is Taiwanese, so I'm gonna pick her brain soon. But I just thought I'd throw that out there. And then a man dies after being gored by a bull during the festival in Spain. So you know what this is—the running of the bulls, people. It's the 
so this 55 year old man bled to death after being gored by this uh, by this bull. So you know, I don't know, good thing, bad thing here. Um, I think we should leave these bulls alone, but it is a it is a cultural thing they do there. So um, who am I to say, you know, who am I to tell them what they can do for their celebrations? You know what I'm saying? Mm, I feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, whatever. Um, I think we got some we got some local Las Vegas news, okay? Do you now? Oh, and we have a new local Las Vegas intro. All right, we got to play that. I don't even know where it is to be honest. All right, we're gonna find that, and we're gonna be right back. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. think about that one i love that that's good right yeah it's a little bit Las similar but like you know that viva las vegas song by elvis is still one of my favorites yeah i couldn't use that one because it's, i don't know i tried to find some some um you know what i do i try to find like cover bands that do something similar mm-hmm. so i don't get sued by anyone too bad <laughs> i already used a disney clip twice today i shouldn't that's that's all that's all i can do <laughs> all right well um you know, one of my favorite people, the Anderson, the Anderson Cooper. Mr. Cooper. Mr. Cooper. He comes up a lot in the show because I just, I just love the Cooper. Um, but the, the Coop did an amazing interview almost a year ago now with the Las Vegas mayor. Um, and she's, I think she used to be, or she is the wife. She's the wife of a guy that was like a Las Vegas mobster. Her last name is Goodman. Um, if you might have seen her on the news kind of at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, She's basically saying, no, we're not closing. This is crazy. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I got it right here um, because she's in the news again. So I think this is important to play this, you know, just have a little recap. And it's hilarious. Mayor of Las Vegas, however, seems eager to roll the dice. Mayor Carolyn Goodman says it is time for gamblers to come back and calls the statewide lockdown, quote, total insanity. It's a responsibility of each one of us as a human being and part of the civilized world to know when we're sick. We don't do bad things to people at all, ever. We're not getting the truth. And I know over the years, going back to 19, the 1950s with the atomic bomb, don't worry about it when we're testing in Nevada. We offer to be a control group. I've You're offering you the, real the citizens of Las Vegas to be a control group to see if your theory on social distancing 
They added like cartoon effects, like they have like cartoon effects in here, and it's like they got Anderson's eyes like bulging out, and his like tongue coming out like cartoon characters. This is pretty funny. I gotta play this for you later. You do it to encourage even feed their families. Open up, Las Vegas. called tuning out the news i guess on cbs all access i have to check that out that's pretty funny I didn't, i've never seen that before that was pretty hilarious all right so if you didn't hear the beginning part the mayor of las vegas however seems eager to roll the dice mayor carolyn goodman says it is time for gamblers to come back and calls the statewide lockdown quote total insanity it's a responsibility wow. Wow. So. of each one of so right now she's also saying this is something i can get behind she wants the road on the California side of the state to be increased and widened to three or four lanes like it does on our side. Because, I mean, they do have some great roads here, right, Jesse? I mean, yeah, I mean, the infrastructure in, in Vegas is amazing. Even our neighborhood, like the road on our neighborhood is three lanes on both sides with a nice median and palm trees in the middle. It's like there's not hardly ever traffic, I guess, unless you're trying to get in or out of Vegas like but that. You know but it also has to do with the population size in Vegas. Oh, no, no, it's well. true. I agree. I agree with that. But but, but it is like designed for expansion in mind in a lot of oh, cities yeah. because they're so old, especially... Um, LA and West Hollywood area, it was never designed to be a major city. It was just an area where celebrities and you mm -hmm. know, producers lived in West Hollywood when they weren't shooting in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And now it's become a metropolis. Now it's like, like million dollar little shacks. Yeah, and like these roads are, are absolutely tiny and there are people parking on the side of the road. Oh, I just and can't it's just not It's just not designed to accommodate what it what it is now. Uh, and so a lot of other major cities that are growing, like Las Vegas, have taken all that into account. Um, but that drive, what she's talking about from like Vegas to LA, if you've ever made that drive, it's just like, like a this 20 mile where, span like, on Interstate 15. Yeah, and southbound. there's literally nothing in eyesight for, for miles, and, and you're on this tiny two way road, and you're like just stuck in traffic, and you're like, they literally could put like 15 other lanes on this on this road and it would be perfectly accommodating to... So this is, okay, this came up because last week's EDC Music Festival drove hundreds of thousands of people. Many drove back to Southern California and I guess it was just backed up for miles and all these tweets were coming out. So I guess that's where this, she's kind of responding in a, in a tweet. Um, I mean, it's a good thing to jump behind. I mean, anybody can say, yeah, let's jump behind roads. Yes, we need better roads, but... It's actually going out there and doing it and making it happen, you know what I'm saying? I mean, she's been the mayor for a while, and this issue has been... I literally been, haven't I mean, heard these roads of her have since last year. These, these same roads have existed for, I don't know how long, yeah. like since I was driving from L.A. to Vegas. Um, this is something that could have been done a long time. It is somewhat of a publicity stunt, stunt. I think, in my opinion. I think so, too. But it is addressing a real concern if you... A lot of people from EDC is coming from you know LA, California area. If they you know they get tired of driving to Vegas, you know they're going to stop coming, and that's a lot of revenue to the state. So that's definitely something they need to keep in mind when uh, accommodating tourists. I totally agree. We got some other local Las Vegas news, just a little bit. Well, if you have a cat, no, no, thank you. And you're in Summerlin. A new cat hospital has opened up in Summerlin. I don't know why this is news, but I think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> that, that, that this, that I think this is funny. This is what makes news in Vegas. Well, we got a new cat hospital. It's just called Summerlin Cat Hospital, um, and it's open. So if you need a, 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 the doctor basically was talking about like, 
they wanted a stress-free environment. We can bring cats where it's just cats and no dogs and things like that. I mean, you know Mr. Odie Monster. Like, he hates going to the vet. Oh, he's a little beast. He's a monster, you know? Oh, God. You have to, like, almost put a muzzle on him. Oh, it's a nightmare. Nightmare, I say. What else we got? All right, so I, gotta, I, I love how that made the news, though. I, I know that's funny. Right? You know, cat, cat parents deserve some love too. It's not always about the dogs, right? Oh yeah, I mean, dogs are great. Cats. I used to have a cat growing up. Um, I love my cat. She's she was great. Um, but dogs are more kind of for active life lifestyle, and I believe that um, dogs are dogs are more for active lifestyle. But cats, you can just kind of chill, and they can eat their food and do their thing, or whatever. They want to do their own thing. Yeah, they want to do most their own of, thing. Most of the time. Yeah, they just want to be left alone. All right, what else we got? All right, we got um, we got another lo- local Las Vegas story. Uh, it's not a good one, but we're gonna have to do it anyway. All right, so it looks like the Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Hendry Ruggs III um, is accused of a DUI resulting in death on Tuesday morning in West Las Vegas Valley, according to Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. Um, the fiery crash occurred at 3.39 a.m. November 2nd, which is, what, today? So it literally just happened today. Yeah, this happened this, this morning. morning um, Rainbow Boulevard and Spring Valley Parkway. Like, we were just talking yesterday on the show about... Um, increase in uh, driving incidents and wrecks on the freeway and then this happens here um i'd have to say the raiders are not having a very great first season here um there's does seem to be quite a bit of controversy but we'll have to follow this story um this is one of the stories that it's a no good story no one likes to hear about this but um we'll keep you updated as much as we can as more of that rolls out. I think there is a clip right here I can play you from um, News 8 CBS, I think. Joining us, we're following some breaking news. Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs arrested this morning, accused in a fiery, deadly crash. Happened just after 3.30 this morning at Rainbow and Spring Valley Parkway. That's near where we go to the gym, isn't treated it? for injuries and will be booked yeah. for investigation of DUI. Ruggs is 22 years old. He was drafted in the first round of the NFL draft by the Raiders in 2020. Get a Uber or a we'll have driver. Much more on the story as it continues to develop in our later newscasts. All right. Well, like I said, we'll try to keep you up on that as much as humanly possible. Yeah, that was, you know, that was kind of like a something that was an issue that was brought up when the Raiders were initially, you know, deciding to move to Vegas. That can you know, Football players or baseball players or basketball players Control themselves. not get into trouble in Sin City where you know everything's open 24-7. Alcohol doesn't stop at 2 p.m. I still understand. But it's also one of those get things like... Get a driver. In my personal opinion, I think it's it falls a little bit on like the organization. They should have something to where it's in the contracts. You know what I mean? Like you need to have a personal driver if you're going out drinking. Um, well, just for your own self. Like yeah, if I because, could have a personal driver... I like, like a personal said, driver. Like, you're you're very wealthy. You need to you need to get an Uber. You need to you need to do you, something. I mean, it's Vegas. You could get like a car anywhere, and like you know, here we go. All right, thank you. Take me home. This is like whatever. Like I just don't understand. I'm sorry. That is just somebody being. I can drive. I'm fine. I'm not gonna follow the rules. I'm just gonna do whatever. In my opinion, 
But so we got some uh, some breaking news on one of the stories we just. What do we got? We what we got? What we got? What we got? Hold on, hold on. Or, what we got? What we got? Hold on. One, two, three, four. Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. There we go. So the story you were just covering with uh, you know California not wanting to widen the roads. Mm-hmm. So we have someone that works for Caltrans. Oh, we do. I that, know. You know that was listening in and wanted to comment on you know the status of the road situation from LA to Las Vegas. So our listener, you know, gave us a quick little shot since we are going live. And oh, we, are live. we are live on is, the butt. This has been something that Caltrans has been tracking, but California, get this, California does not want to pay to help people drive to Las Vegas. Oh my God, is that what it is? Yeah. I kind of, I get that a little bit. I mean, but I mean, people want to come here anyway. It's like, that's just not a good reason. It's just not, I mean, that's not usable. It's not a good excuse. Like, I mean, that's, but the reality is the, what, what the reality is. Interesting. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I can see how that could be because California right now has lost some people. I mean, it's not seen as this like great, wonderful utopia as it used to be. I remember when I was a kid, you kind of so saw what, I, what I'm assuming that. is California just doesn't feel that they're getting the benefit from people from Nevada, you know, being tourists into California generating revenue as opposed to people from California. Opposed to like the know, other way around. Big, yeah, they feel it's more the other way around. It's not reciprocal. Hmm. Well, that's just not fair. But well, I mean, we'll you see, should do. You know. But if you, but if you see a need for your state, you should do things that accommodate your residents, and that's one of them. I think there's a lot of people that probably go back and forth between like here, Arizona, and plus, and it's plus, my, my biggest draw is that if you're environmentally conscious, which California is, and people are carpooling, driving to Vegas, it's way better than you know them taking an airplane. And driving, I mean, take an airplane by themselves, and you know, and all those emissions it takes to fly on an airplane. This I, is more of a environmentally like way to to get from one location to the other. I feel like these little cities in these states here, like Vegas, Reno, Salt Lake City, Phoenix, Tucson. It's like there's not that many here. Like you go to like some states, and they have tons of larger cities. But here, like even some work that I've done has been very like. It's regional, but it's you might go to a different state because you can drive through the state of Nevada and hardly see anything other than Reno and Las Vegas. It's like six to eight hours apart. And Utah is the same way. There's lots of nothingness. So there is a lot of traveling, I think, that has to go on for some business to happen, right? Yeah. It's like sales and marketing and you know, distribution and things like that even. Mm-hmm. What's well, good? I'll, we'll have to have him on. Come on and actually give his uh, give his full opinion one day. He can be anonymous, anonymous. <laughs> all right, let's get into some LGBTQ plus news. All right, let's go. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yeah. LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. Like feminine, or are you more like masculine? feminine? I can already tell when you open your, your mouth, the rainbow fell out. <laughs> Okay, girl, bye. Bye. Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with disgust. No matter what your preacher say. No matter what your preacher say. There's no fighting to deny. You can't breathe again. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah! Hey, you over there. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Stand by. Yes. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. Prior. We got another one. 
I'm pretty sure I thought this guy was gay anyway, because he always plays like a gay character. Um, Cal Penn, that's his name. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, he was on Designate Survivor. I remember him in Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, with um, Melissa Joan Hart, right? Yeah, like when they played a clip, I was like, oh shit, that was that guy. And they did, they made him be that like, they made him be that like stereotypical Indian guy with that um, accent and everything, and his parents didn't know anything. It was, um, because he's kind of came out now as a as a as a member of the LGBTQ rainbow plus community. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah. So, um, I guess he's writing a book. So, some people are giving him a little bit of hard time because they're like, "Oh, so you just you're coming out now because you're writing a book?" But I feel like he wrote a book about his life, and that just happens to be a part of it. I haven't read the book, but it looks actually pretty funny. What do you think? It looks hilarious. I, I think Jake Tapper said he funny. read him one night. Oh yeah, I mean, you know me, I love me some Jake Tapper, so. If Jake likes it, I'm sure I will too. Um, well, the actor shared details about his relationship with uh, a fiance named Josh. They don't even put a last name. I didn't even look him up because, you know, who cares? This guy's trying to live his life. Trying to, He's trying to share his story a little bit to make other people feel a little bit more comfortable about sharing theirs. And, you know, I think we should be um, a little bit more grateful of that and give him a little bit more credit, you know, instead of slamming him for writing a book and profiting off of it, you know? I mean... Yeah. Whatever. When you're a celebrity like that, I mean, and you share your life, you, I feel like you do want to maybe profit from it a little bit because you're you're sharing all this personal information. I mean, that's like what we're doing here. I'm very cautious about you and other people that we bring on of what I share. Um, sometimes I'm like, come on, just give me more. Come on, yeah, well, come on. And sometimes you get mad, so I have to just be like, it's cool, is it? sorry, okay, I'll back off, and then we'll just move on to something else. All right, but I want to play this clip from this guy. See what he says. Exciting news to share with the world. He's engaged. Cal, who's known for starring in shows and films like House MD and Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, is said to marry his longtime partner, Josh. Cal's manager confirmed the reports to E! News. And in an interview with People Magazine, Cal shared that he's engaged to a man and that their families will be there for the wedding. He said, quote, the big disagreement now is whether it's a huge wedding or a tiny wedding. I want the big ass <laughs> Indian wedding. Josh hates attention, he said. Oh, or we could man. do a quick 20 minute thing with our family. Oh no, oh no, I lost it. What happened? Cal Penn has oh, exciting no. news to share oh, with the world. He's engaged. Oh, yeah. Close friends first. I know this sounds jokey, but it's true. When you've already told your Indian parents and the South Asian community that you intend to be an actor for a living, really any conversations that come after that are super easy. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I felt very okay. supported by everyone. And that's a wonderful thing. I know everyone has different experiences with that. And so I definitely feel very fortunate. And in a separate interview with CBS Sunday Morning. Hey, you know, like I told you my story about how my mom went outside and like started hitting a tree with a stick and screaming and then running up down the street of East Carolina University until some kind of woman was like, what are you doing, lady? And like picked her up. It was interesting. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Definitely yeah. interesting. I'm sure I'll bring that story up more later on, but um, did you see the photo of Jessica Simpson? I did see that. Oh my effing God. Okay, hold on. We got to get into that. Like what the hell is going on? I could just play this whole song and not even talk about this story. <laughs> Where's my show clock? Am I running behind? Alright. I got like 30 seconds. 
Well, Jessica Simpson is almost unrecognizable in this candid photo celebrating four years of sobriety, so congratulations to Jessica Simpson. It's hard being sober, especially when you're in the public eye like that, I'm sure. And for all the issues she had with her clothing line, that had to be hard. Um, who's that sexy guy she, she married from 98 Degrees? Oh, he is holding up just fine. Yes, he is. Mm. <laughs> but it's the thing, like, these girls, when you see this photo of her, I mean, it's like when I see my sister just out of the shower with her hair up in a towel. They do look different. And then they put all that shit on their face and contour palettes and whatever and make themselves look like they're they're starving. <laughs> but this picture of, I mean, like, I was like, who is this, right? Like, this according to People Magazine. Um, she says, I knew in this very moment I would allow, I would allow myself to take back my light. And then she posted this photo. Um, She's just there, and the light is kind of shining Wasn't on the, half of her, her face. Was that the first day of sobriety? Oh, this says she's... Or when she decided to be oh, sober, right? Okay, let's read, let's read I exactly. think that's what it was. You know I don't like to open up the actual stuff on... on know, it says, yeah. um, this person in the early morning of November 1st, 2017, is an unrecognizable version of myself. So, yes. So, this is the picture she took in 2017. Good job, good job. Yeah, from four Jesse. years ago. See, that's the whole point of the show is like, we just figure it out as we go along. It's her, it's her first day without alcohol. And then she's sharing this candid photo that was from four years ago now to show, hey, look what I did. Interesting. Yeah, she, so I think it's like, um, it's showing you just where she was in her mind space. Like, like she's reflecting back on the first day she looked at this picture and was like, this is what I'm looking like, you know, with my alcoholism. And that's the day she decided to empower herself and take action. Like, all right, enough is enough. She looks I don't almost even, like yeah, this she does, be, she's, I almost so don't want to say she this. She, she looks even, like she has Down syndrome. She, in doesn't the photo, even doesn't she? she doesn't even recognize herself. And if everybody knows, either. anybody who knows Jessica Simpson, she's known from like, you know, one of those sexy. Oh, yeah, I'm watching like, it right now. My God, I, I'm a gay guy. I, I'm like, even getting turned on over here. I'm like, geez, look yeah, at those she, abs, she, girl. She's absolutely beautiful. But she also said, you know, I mean, a, a woman doesn't come in a size two or a size twenty. True. They fluctuate through their lifetime, and like, she wasn't happy as a size two, even though you know she's known for that look. She's happy with where she is now, four years later after being sober, which I think is a really uplifting message because a lot of people see themselves, you know in a situation where they feel like they can't get out, but it only takes one day to make that change and like continually work on a goal that you want to be a better person. I've noticed like, I don't find drinking as much fun as I used to. I'm getting a lot more enjoy enjoyable from Mr. Smokey. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's the <laughs> thing. I mean, you, you grow up and you figure things yeah, what, like, what makes you happy and what doesn't. I'll still go and drink like socially, but um, like when I, when my, like when that girl said something to me about taking the photo, I had been drinking soda water the entire time at the bar, but just kind of pretending like I was drinking with everybody because I normally drink vodka soda. So when I'm drinking a soda water, nobody can tell us what I'm drinking or not, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna play with this girl a little bit. I'm gonna mess with her. <laughs> all right, well, Jessica Simpson, she ain't playing with all of us. She's showing her real personality and her real self. She basically just said, I needed to stop drinking alcohol because it kept circling in my mind that this was not working for me. I just wanted to be with the rest of the world in this beautiful world. So that's adorable. I like it. She was talking about um, the real work that needed to be done in her life was actually to accept failure, pain, brokenness, and self-sabotage. So that's great, you know? she's. It doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or a politician or just a normal everyday person. You got problems. 
Everybody has problems. Everybody has things about themselves they don't like so much, you know? That's what makes us all so much more similar than we think we are, all right? Share your story with your friends and neighbors. Learn a little bit, all right? We'll be right back. We got someone else, one of my other favorite people, um, Steve Buscemi. I know he rarely comes up on anything, but he's in the news and I love Steve Buscemi, so we're gonna talk about that. We'll be right back. Doctor Who River Project. For your own safety, strap in and put those thumbs to work. Find it all at DrWhoever.com. Ooh, hit the microphone. <laughs> I'm dancing. I'm dancing, I know. I'm trying to find my Steve Buscemi clip. I do love him. Well, Steve Buscemi, the title is Steve Buscemi Wins Halloween with his hilarious throwback to 30 Rock. So Steve Buscemi played this cool character in 30 Rock. Um, with Alec Baldwin, where Alec Baldwin hires him to be like a private investigator, and Steve Buscemi has to go into like a high school, and he's obviously like a 60-year-old man with a skateboard and a backwards hat, um, but he dressed up as his character and gave out Halloween candy to people in his neighborhood, and it's making all over the internet. You know what's funny? Until you said Steve Buscemi, I had no idea you were talking about. Tell this picture. Like I know the care, I know what he looks like, but I never knew his name. Oh, I love him. I know him from like every single Adam Sandler movie ever. He's in all those new things with Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter, um, yeah, yeah. Miracle Workers, which is kind of a religious spoof where he's God. It's fucking hilarious. And then um, there's a couple, three other little spinoffs. They're so funny. All right, let me see if I can find this little clip. He's uh, decked out in a red hoodie, backwards hat, and skateboard. Okay. First, let's show you this clip from an episode of 30 Rock. Take a look. I was part of a special task force of very young-looking cops who infiltrated high schools. How do you do, fellow kids? What? <laughs> so his How Do You Do, Fellow Kids clip became a meme years later. It's shared all over the internet for all kinds of reasons to this day. And, well, this is what Steve Buscemi dressed up for as Halloween. Aww. As for Halloween. <laughs> He's, I'm sure he lives in New York City. Yes. People are taking oh, selfies with him. He's, that's just a cool back. guy. That's yeah. like, um, so, that's like the, you know, the actors I like are like him guy. and um, Tom Hanks. All those ones, Whoopi Goldberg. People that were actually get out there and like talk to their fans and not like act like they're too good for their people or whatever. All right, someone else who I like. I know you like this person too. And they had a great Halloween costume as well with their new child. Do you have any idea who this is going to be? I have no idea. I'll give you a hint. <clears throat> Anderson. I'm really so stupid. We just had Halloween. Did why yeah. why dress up? So yeah, he did. I actually brought him a picture. He, he a friend of mine, Chip Kid, gave me. I know it's a weird oh, picture. Oh Let me gosh. just quickly explain. Chip Kid, who uh, did the book jacket for my for my book, he's an amazing designer. He uh, has a, an incredible Batman collection. And his mom in the 60s made him that Batman cape. That one. So that his son's one. dressed and up in this cute. And so Chip gave me the cape that he had as like a kid. Like blue and black. And one of those vintage Love Batman that. masks from when I was a kid. And my son is obsessed with cleaning products. I was going to say, I see a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. It's like you. Says, uh, the stain removal. It's like Jesse loves a vacuum. He is obsessed. Vacuum. It doesn't actually vacuum. It just makes the sound of a vacuum. Oh. And it is the greatest gift he has ever received in his life. I love that. You love you me some Anderson. Oh, Anderson can do no wrong in my book. Somebody like that too that has millions and millions of dollars from their family. But I remember when he was on Channel One when I was in middle school, like on our homeroom, 
like they bought us all these zenith tvs in the for the whole county and then but the thing is every day you had to watch channel one news and anderson cooper was the channel one news guy back then obviously i didn't know he was anderson cooper at the time but you know oh but you would find out oh i found out i love me the silver fox anderson all right we got another we got a silver cougar up next we're gonna get into yelling be yelling we'll be right back this is the dr ever project all right so um i know we brought up the story of the day and we didn't get into it because it was fun to be more halloween fun but inflation's a big thing and coming into the holidays why am I so gassy today? Uh, oh my god. Hold on, I just gotta get it out. Gross. Oh no. Oh Come on god. now, wait till the mm. show's over. I know, I feel like I'm on Let's like... Get to the rap I feel like I'm on Rover or Howard Stern right now, belching on the air. <laughs> Jesus, god, whatever. Sometimes just got to let it out, people. Mm. Alright, well we got Janet Yellen. Um, she did a very interesting interview with Jake Tapper and some other people um, from Rome Live. Beautiful Rome background. We've been to Rome, actually. It kind of looked like that scene we saw from that rooftop. Is that, that where I got my nose pierced in Rome? I can't uh, remember. Yeah. I did get my... No, think, it was, it was no, in Athens. That was in Athens. Okay. I don't know. I get random piercings when we travel places. <laughs> anyway, Janet Yellen's in Rome. City slut. <laughs> and she's just like, talking about inflation, it is going to be a big thing. People are getting scared. They're not going to be able to get like their turkeys and their um, Christmas presents for their kids. My mom sent me a picture of a turkey and somebody put something on it about let's go Brandon. We'll get into that in a second. But all right, right now we got yelling be yelling. Let's get into the clip she's got and we'll see if I can make this somewhat fun for people. end of the year. I'm curious about your forecast for next year because the Fed is about to start tapering its emergency stimulus and could look ahead toward interest rate hikes next year at the same time where a lot of that front end loaded fiscal stimulus is wearing off and a lot of the reopening momentum is going to wear off. So what does that add up to for next year? All right, so she's basically being asked, what's going on for next year? Are we going to be in this inflation crisis forever, or is this going to level out? What is going to go on? And she, I think she gives a pretty good response, Jesse, all right? So we'll get right into that right now. Well, it, it's true that um, some of the fiscal stimulus will... Um, we're, we're off. There'll be less fiscal stimulus um, next year for sure. But um, households have amassed a lot of saving. Um, wealth has increased. Um, they've stashed away some of the income that they earned and didn't spend during the pandemic. And I expect consumer spending and investment spending to remain quite healthy. And, of course, the Federal Reserve is also, you know, while focusing on inflation, wants to achieve full employment. Uh, you know, while GDP has um, now surpassed its pre-pandemic peak, we're still about 5 million jobs below the pre-pandemic level. And I think that's the thing that people are really worried about now, like these jobs. I was just reading an article, two articles, 
One was from Alaska. Um, a girl talking about she worked in the restaurant industry for almost 15 years. But during the pandemic, she had to quit because she got fired. She took an online coding class through Microsoft or Google or something like that. Now she's worked, Now she's about to be finished becoming some kind of computer programmer. Mm-hmm. Um, another story I heard of, a, uh, I can't remember what state, I'm going to say New York. Um, franchise owner of a Subway, just owns maybe one or two, small franchise owner. Had to pull her 16-year-old son out of school and have her 16-year-old son and her boyfriend work at the subway because she couldn't get any employees, Jesse. Wow, really? I mean, but who wants to work at a subway either? You know what I mean? Like, given the options of things, like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think people are just weighing their options, and I think some people might just hop, be hopping back and forth. Because say you're not that good of an employee, you go work somewhere for a couple weeks, cash a check, go work somewhere else for a couple weeks, cash a check, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's, that's, things are just going to level off eventually. All right, let's see what else she's got. And while due to retirements, um, w- labor supply may not go back to its previous level. I think as the pandemic ease, eases mm-hmm. and concerns about health diminish, um, people will go back to work. Labor force participation will improve. And, you know, I expect unemployment to fall further and labor force participation to rise to rise again. Have you stopped using the, the T word, the transitory word, which we don't hear as much from Fed Chair Powell and, and some of the other Fed members? Are you still using it? Well, I, I think it's still fair to use it in the sense that um, even if it doesn't mean a month or two. So what they're saying is mo- like transitory inflation, basically saying that this is something that's happening right now, but it should level off. And but it might not be within the next month or two, but it could be hopefully within the next year or two. A bit longer than that. Um, I, I think it conveys that the pressures that we're seeing are related to a unique shock to the economy. And as the United States recovers and as vaccinations proceed globally and the global economic activity revives, that pricing pressures will ease. Monthly inflation rates have already come down considerably from where they were just four or five months ago. And that process is also all is continuing. Um, You know, year over year, inflation rates remain high and will for some time simply because of what's already happened um, in the in the first months of the year. Uh, But monthly rates, I believe, will come down in in the second half of the year. I think we'll see a return to levels close to two percent. Boom. Yelling be yelling. What do you think about all that? Yeah, it makes sense the way she's able to explain it, and it's very, it's very complicated. I like I how she explains things. She she formulates her thoughts pretty well. Um, like the transitory thing in the middle, that was a little hard to understand if you don't know that exact verbiage and what she means. That's why I try to do what we do here: break things down, explain them a little bit easier. Um, so basically, it's hey, maybe this Christmas, it might be a little rough. Maybe this Christmas you take a chill pill, you you know get the kids some like a cheap iPad or something instead of the brand new iPad that just came out, or you know you you go somewhere and do a family trip instead of having a big Christmas thing. Um, just try change something up this year. Yeah. If you can't do your whole shebang, 
don't put it on credit cards and go into debt and then be a miserable person for the rest of the year because you spent so much at Christmas. Just relax. It's just one day, really, people. It's just one day in December, all right? Yeah, I think, um, you know, after, like, everything shut down, the economy, like, struggled so much, I think people would just think that things just bounce back instantly. No, that's like, not how it, it works. It takes, it's a science to to figure out, like, how much you spend, what the interest rate should be. Like, people literally dedicate their lives to making sure the economy and inflation are on track. And just with, like, gas prices, like, what happened when Texas, when it froze. Mm -hmm. Remember that big, huge And everybody's blaming that on storm, Biden. Like, it's like, like, the refineries, like, froze, like, pipes burst. Because like, Biden called the Mother Nature and said, and hey, Mother Nature, let's make it real cold yeah, in Texas. Yeah, so, like, when people are looking at gas prices, like... He did that whisper. He's like, hey, let's make it real cold. <laughs> Yeah, like he's uh, what what is the freeze dog freeze? Person? Yeah, oh, the freeze miser, the heat yeah. miser, and the snow miser. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah, no that. one, no one likes these prices. I don't like these prices. When I came to to Las Vegas, you know, gas prices were amazing compared to LA, and you know they've gone up. But I mean, it's one of those things that you just gotta bear with it for for the time being. It's gonna, you know, you know, Joe Biden has somewhat of an influence on what happens with the economy but i mean a lot of it is just natural occurrences that need to be worked out and we're coming out of a pandemic and things are going to take some time i totally agree i think i have it right here i love this i'm mr white christmas i'm mr snow i'm mr icicle i'm mr ten Alright, let's take a break and we'll get into some more Christmas news. We'll be right back. KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. I had another fun Christmas song pulled out, but then we started talking about this one. I think my favorite Christmas song is this one. Santa? Santa's got a hangover. What's wrong with you? I don't know who's got a fever. That's it. Cancel Christmas. Santa, you got to deliver the presents. Well, Christmas is not going to be canceled this year, and downtown Summerlin is already announcing the return of their ice skating rink and free holiday parade. I love ice skating. <laughs> I love it. It's like my once a year thing. We go ice skating. Ice, that's why. <laughs> Last year, we went Cosmo... Didn't we go to the Cosmopolitan? Yeah, we did. Yeah, the Cosmopolitan rooftop ice rink. That was nice. There we go. Well... Get ready for the holidays in Summerlin. Summerlin is so nice, isn't it? Like, I love going down there. I could actually maybe nice. get into the holiday spirit with, like, 
not that cold, you know, here. You can like get a coffee and just kind of walk around and be comfortable, go do some shopping. I mean, I told you like growing up in LA, we went to the beach on Christmas, you know, one day because it doesn't get cold and it's kind of nice just walking on the sand in Santa Monica. Um, but yeah, it is it is nice being in an area where it stays a little bit warmer and you're not snowed in or having to shovel snow all day mm -hmm. uh, to, to get to the grocery store. So I enjoy it. Well, Downtown Summerlin announced it will kick off the season Friday, November 12th. That's not far at all. Man, that's like that's 10 right days away. The corner, actually. Damn. The uh, arrival oh, no, of Santa like they're Claus. They're doing it for November? It says November 12th wow, will kick off the early. arrival of Santa Claus okay. and the return of its beloved ice rink. And this says, according to the news release, starting the following weekend, the mall's free holiday parade will return after one year hiatus. Running every Friday and Saturday evening at 6 p.m. from the 19th through the 18th. Of so November or December? Of November. So November 19th okay. through December 18th. Interesting. Starting every Friday and Saturday at 6 p.m. downtown Summerlin Mall. You get a free parade. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. they did the same thing for Halloween, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. How do we not bring that up? Well, it says the magical tradition, complete with lively holiday music, snow, dancers, snow, like real snow. Okay. They did that in San Diego, too. They blew like snow. Yeah. Dancers, prancers, and dancers. I'll be the prancer. Santa. And then what else we got? A new nutcracker inspired float. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, of course, here we go. Photo packages start at $39.99. <laughs> well, I mean, they got to recuperate their, their money from us. It's all good. It's all good. Tis the season to yeah, make tis you the spend season. money. I hope they're doing some kind of charity thing there, too. I would hope that there's um, some kind of charity aspect of that as well. I don't see anything right now, but hopefully there is some kind of charity aspect to that. Well, while we're all in the same, the same, um, same kind of you know, thing, talking about Christmas... It's not even, I guess it is November now. I can't say that anymore. My famous thing is it's not even November yet. It's the second, actually. Oh, it is. Well, all right. Some more Christmas news. Well, you know, every year, like those um, Hallmark channels and Lifetime and everything, they go crazy? Yep, yep. Well, they've already dropped their 25 days of Christmas lineup, Jesse. Oh, God. It's like they have it literally every day, like Wednesday, December 1st, December 2nd. December 3rd. So if you want to catch Santa Claus, Santa Claus 2, and Santa Claus 3, you better turn on the TV on December 3rd at 7.15 and don't stop watching until 11.55 p.m. <laughs> oh, God. Does anybody even need to find these anymore? They're on, like, every streaming service. Like, The Grinch, 4.35. Who looks up to see what, like, you know, when it's going to be? Like, I don't know. Like, are people really doing this? Usually you just put that TV on and you just kind of, um... You know, you put that on and in the background or something, you know? I found a really good Grinch song. It's, it's a rock version. I haven't heard it yet. Let's see how it sounds. I'll put it in the background. What else we got? I think that's almost it. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll play this out and wrap it up. What do you think? That's my favorite song, the wrap-up song. The wrap-up? All right. Well, we'll I'll let this, uh, we'll let the You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch by Small Town Titans play us out. This is the Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back. You're as cuddly as a cactus. And as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Just
simple, dude. It says, wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, dude. I don't think that's a good idea. Say, you want some too? You better wrap it up. You better wrap that gavel up, dude. Like, I don't like to bring up stuff too many times in a row on this show, but this Let's Go Brandon story is, I guess, like, actually getting some legs. My mother even sent me a text message yesterday, Jesse, and it was a picture of a turkey. You see this picture of a turkey? I do. So, it's a young turkey, and it says, yes, you saw this correct, $104 at the food lion in Hickory. Let's go, Brandon! Exclamation mark. There is no way that this turkey is $104. There's just no way. There's just no way. No, I was just at the grocery store and looking at turkeys, they were a little bit more than they were, like a couple of dollars, but they were like in $25, $28. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I'm not, not, not believing the hype, sorry. Somebody's trying, to, somebody's trying to call the show line right now. It's interrupting my, interrupting my iPad. <laughs> but, um, okay, so why it's back in the news is Southwest Airlines is launching an investigation into Let's Go Brandon incident. Apparently, a flight attendant or a pilot or something got on the airline and said, Let's Go Brandon over the flight's intercom. Um, and of course they put out their standard, Southwest does not condone, blah, 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 blah. But I mean, this is obviously something that's making, taking some legs and it seems to be attracting a very interesting person. Like I saw a guy walking his dog with a Let's Go Brandon NASCAR shirt on the other day. And it seems like this video here that I found is like, this guy's L-O-Z-A, Loza Alexander. It's like a completely different guy than the other guy from the song. So I don't really quite get it all. Like, I don't get all the hype, but whatever. You know how people are, Jesse. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I get why people like it. It's fun, I mean. All right, ready to wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. All right. I, I can listen to this. It's kind of fun jam. Not as good as the Jessica Simpson one, though. All right, well, if you stuck it out to the end, thanks a lot. Um, you know, check out that Let's Go Brandon song, but use your brain, try to figure out what it's about. Why are they trying to market it to you? You know, if they're trying to feed it to you that bad, there's gotta be something behind it. So always be careful and keep an eye out for that, people, because somebody's always trying to sell you something and that might not always be the right kind of thing you wanna buy. So check them ingredients, all right? This is Dr. Ever Project. We're wrapping it up and we are out. Later, guys. And then I give it. All right, so we're out. Come check us out. We're gonna be at a couple of community events coming up soon. Aren't we gonna be at like a Veterans Day parade or something? Am I right about this? Uh, there is a Veterans Day. I'm not quite sure if I'm gonna be there or not. Uh, check us out. We'll uh, we'll be sending out some messages and putting things on Facebook. You can find us. We're always around the area. We might even be down in Mesquite coming up pretty soon. Who knows? We are we out here. We all over the place. Um, this is Dr. Ever Project, and we're out for another day. Uh, we've been live on butt this whole time. So Jesse, remind me to turn that off. <laughs> No. Yeah.
the whole crew's back for season two. They look at me like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I'll give them the peace. I'm out. Bye-bye. Mr. Green.